0: Sports Finder community, we're back with our great segment where we speak to great people from the world of sports. And today, it is no different. I have a very special guest, Mr. Troy from Optima Sports Group. Troy, welcome to the show, buddy. How's things? Doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. It's always my, my pleasure, Troy, having you on. Um, Troy, before we get into the nitty-gritties, Take me back in time. Where did it all begin for you?
1: Oh, this started uh, a couple
0: decades ago.
1: We were working in uh, market research, and we had been approached by one of the big market research companies to see if we could predict dehydration uh, for the Dallas Cowboys. So, what ended up ensuing there is we started looking at performance measurements and so forth, and uh, brought together a pretty phenomenal team and built uh, predictive performance models. So this goes back uh, 20, 25 years now.
0: Wow, interesting. Um, and now you're currently working with a few teams and really revolutionizing the game. Give us a few scenarios on how you guys are really making a difference. So in
1: our world, we build predictive performance models. So what that means, lot is we can accurately define how well an individual player will perform and why he will do that. And we can rank him basically in comparison, if we're looking at NFL teams, for example, we can rank very accurately how well the individual player will do in his position in comparison to the other players. Very nice. So so, so basically what that means is if we're working with the team, we directly impact their winning percentage. And that's really what the teams want to do, is win more games, obviously.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every, every single team wants to win. When they're winning, they're up and about, and the fans are happy. They're spending more money. They're buying more merchandise. So you, so you guys have an impact all the way through from the bottom straight to the top. Yeah, um, we do. I mean – Seeing, seeing as that it's such, such a great product and formula, how have teams basically responded to you guys? It's actually been
1: uh, difficult uh, from a, a couple aspects. It's one, when you're looking at working with a professional team, they want to know how this impacts their scouting and their recruiting, if you're looking at a college. And so there are some barriers to entry for sure, even with the track record where we worked with, uh, a few Super Bowl teams. We have an NBA championship. We've worked with an MLS team and taken them to the Cup. We still have pretty good hurdles that we have to overcome. Uh-huh. And, and and so that's from the, the corporate side, for sure.
0: How do you overcome them?
1: Well, most of the teams with the uh, with the track record and so forth, we're able to answer a lot of the questions. We also... Uh, incorporate the scouts, and we can make the scouts of a professional team better because we've identified data points that more accurately predict the athletic performance. And so we can impact how they scout and what data they collect, which is more useful for the team
0: itself. Interesting. Um, What's the biggest concern that you're sort of hearing in the space now? not in terms of your product, in general, in terms of well, what are teams facing that they can't really solve and haven't been able to, to, to put their hands on it?
1: Well, there's no silver bullet for analytics. And everybody still looks for a silver bullet. And I think that one of the one of the issues that teams face is, hey, we just want better information. And so getting better information often requires a better data source. And what we find, one of the big problems, especially in sports, is the data that is available to the teams is not always accurate. Uh, A good example is we worked with an NFL sports agent this past season, and uh, his client was a really good defensive end in college. Uh, had been drafted a couple of years ago got injured uh, got waived was on a free agent trying to get back into the league and uh wikipedia listed the guy at six four two forty and the guy six seven two seventy five so that's it's a um, completely different position uh data set that they had from the guy and that's information that the teams were looking at saying this I thought the guy was a defensive end. <laughs> so th- those are some of the hurdles that uh, that the teams are trying to resolve and where do they turn to because you have stats, you have sport radar, et cetera, but you do have a lot of data that's missing, and then you do have a lot of superfluous data that really has no value or directly impacts the player performance.
0: Very nice. So how does your your product solve these these issues? So Optima Sports
1: uh, takes multiple data sets from different data sources. We clean the data. In fact, we've been working with some data companies on data integrity, meaning we identify what data is accurate, what data is most important. And then we fuse those data pieces together along with team data And we look at physical, technical, tactical, mental and emotional aspects of the players. So we are way ahead, as uh, we've been told by many of the teams, of what they've seen.
0: Interesting. So you guys basically take multiple variables into consideration, as of many of the other companies just take on certain data sets, and then they're they're building their their case around that where you guys are branching out into their physical attributes, their uh, their, their field play and and, you know many other points but in comparison others are just focusing let's say on just their physical attributes. Is it is that correct? Yes, so we are the only
1: sports analytics company that looks at all five areas that are indicators or factors in predicting performance. And those are obviously physical, technical, tactical, mental, and emotional. Uh-huh. And when you put mental and emotional together, you get what's called locus of motivation or heart. And so that's one of those areas where some people say, Oh, you can never measure heart. Well, you actually can if you know what motivates the individual player and,
0: and what drives that's him. that's unbelievable. Okay. Oh, yes. yeah. Okay. So, so I, I, I've heard a fair bit about the whole mental part. How, how do you guys measure the whole mental mental aspect of a, of a player?
1: So we use uh, two different techniques, actually. Uh, the first of which we have a sports psychologist that uh, sits down and does an interview with the players. And this uncovers uh, several key aspects. And then we also use what's called high res, which is rational, emotional, social. And this is proven out by neuroscientists uh, for market research, uncovering the drivers of decision. So how does an individual player make his decisions both on and off the field, the court, the pitch, whatever it may be. And when you put those two areas together, you can very clearly define how the player is going to react in certain situation, what he's going to do. um, and when, what his motivators are, will he, is he a team leader? Can he stay focused? Is he driven? Uh, how is he going to make his decisions? Uh, and and that's critical for a team because you'd rather yes, have a guy that's going to fit the team and, and work well. So that's, uh, again, that's another reason why Optima has the track record it does and why we've done the things that we have done with the professional teams across the different sports.
0: Wow, interesting. Um, what does the future look like for you guys? What What other tech components or what other tech can you basically build into your tech stack that's going to uh, keep you guys innovating and really producing this amazing product or even a better version of it?
1: So Optimus Sports Group right now is looking at developing some sports betting models to get incorporated into sports betting apps. Uh, We're also looking at buying some data companies and working with the high school data to predict performance in collegiate sports and uh, also doing some things in MLB and professional soccer. In fact, I just came back from London a few months ago meeting with teams over there. So uh, we have a pretty exciting roadmap ahead of us for sure.
0: Sounds like it. Absolutely. Is it possible that you could in the future have a scaled down product that services smaller teams and whatnot? Absolutely. Yes, in fact we met
1: with uh, smaller teams we've met with uh, some of the 2A the baseball uh, to see if we could do some similar things that we've done with MLB teams uh, where they just don't have the budget that uh, we would normally charge an
0: MLB team but there's certainly things we can do to impact a smaller team. Yeah, absolutely because there's so many smaller teams that could really benefit from what you guys have to offer but As you just mentioned, the budgets are always a bit of a constraint. Um, Let's talk about the whole challenges in terms of building such a product. I mean, so elaborate and there's so many different parts to it. I mean, (laughs) how did you guys put it all together?
1: That's an interesting question, Ahmad. I think uh, some of the hurdles that we've had to deal with and obstacles we've had to deal with Have more been internally. As uh, we've had a previous discussion, I I talked a little bit about uh, having the right partners and also the the pitfalls of having the wrong partners involved. So from that aspect, I I think that's been a very good learning lesson, but that was a uh, difficult couple of years for sure. Uh, And I also think that the advancement of technology right now is moving so quickly, especially in sports, trying to help the teams decipher how much information is really useful and how much impacts the team and the winning percentage and why. Those are going to be the, the bigger nuances uh, for sure, especially with teams becoming more tech savvy and then trying to uh, discern
0: what technology really benefits the team and what doesn't. What percentage of teams in, let's say, in the professional league, would you say, are really up to date with what's happening in the whole sports tech group? (laughs) This is actually a very interesting
1: question because coming back from London where we met with uh, teams like Man United and uh, Chelsea and a couple of the other uh, bigger teams in EPL and then some championship teams,
0: it was very
1: interesting to see they're looking at NFL and NBA teams as being really advanced. And the irony is then we meet with NFL teams, and they're looking at Europe as being really advanced. And the irony is <laughs> they're both very similar, it, just in different places, and they've used different methodology to basically get to the same area or <laughs> same plateau so I, I think that's one of those really funny pieces that we are running up against a lot right now even like Moneyball with mlb teams Moneyball's archaic and yet they're still boasting that hey we have the money ball system here now and <laughs> you're you're working on on-base percentages that's elementary school <laughs> wow And so I think there's, it's been there's not been a mass adoption yet with analytics. There's still uh, you have teams like Philadelphia 76ers, for example, that have a whole battery of analysts in house. And the irony is they're dumping a lot of money into analytics, but everybody operates in their own silos. If they bring that together, they could actually start doing something really impressive. Uh, so I, I think you find, number one, to your point, there some of the hurdles are analytics and adoption. And number two, where it is, there's still not a full belief in analytics. And you have people that want to incorporate. You have people, uh, we've dealt with the Cleveland Browns, and I have a letter here, that they're very happy with their analytical system. And and yet they're uh, pathetic. So you have those type of things, and then you have uh, teams uh, like in the Bay Area for football that have full buy-in to analytics, and they want to use analytics to help them make their decision on free agency, help them make decisions on drafting, on team synergy, et cetera. you you run the gamut. You have the bell curve, but you do have a a solid portion of teams that really don't buy into analytics yet. And if they do, it's at a very minor scale.
0: Well, wow. and that's why one of those Bay teams is um, making history this year <laughs> after missing out for multiple years. They they finally cracked the code. So. Anyway, they're doing they're doing well. Absolutely. Troy, once again, yes, sir. You, you've been amazing, sir. You're just filled with knowledge that we all lack and, and, and need to absorb. Um, before we let you go and wrap things up, where can people find you online, buddy? If they go to LinkedIn,
1: uh, you can find me there, uh, Troy Brazell. And I have several articles that I've written on sports performance, analytics, et cetera, that uh, I think a lot of your listeners would appreciate. Uh, You can also find me at optimistsportsgroup.com. And uh, I'm pretty easy to access. If uh, somebody needs to talk to me, I'm happy to.
0: Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, the man – of the moment, Mr. Troy from Optimus Sports Group. Thank you very much for joining me on the Sports Finder Podcast. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Sports Finder Podcast. We'll catch you on our next episode.